this morning. And what's happening is there's a oh sorry, sorry humans, we forgot you. There's a false there's a false maturity. There's a false maturity that comes because People are not developed in their character and in their spirit. Yeah, that's true. Okay? So the stuff Yahweh begin to teach, um, I will probably share at the conference. But just to touch on this false maturity that has come and crept into the church because the spirit is not developed. The, the character is not developed. So God doesn't take away the gifting. And then we think when somebody's flowing in gifting, that we think they're mature. See? Yeah. Okay. And I realize this is why a lot of men of God right now, God is shaking the foundations and exposing the immorality, the unrighteousness, the unholiness. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and 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 it, and it happens, and it becomes uh, visible and public as a warning. Yeah. <laughs> it's a warning. Yes. It's a warning to the body of Christ. <laughs> okay. So there's a false maturity, and Yahweh showed me that when you get in a doctrine or you get stuck in a revelation because the revelation is right it's truth it's it's absolute truth and it's what the body needed is what god spoke was the power of grace there isn't any ending to god's grace Threshold. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay? Yes. 
So here is the depth of Yahweh. Alright? So there's the so we got we we if you don't get if you don't flow with more revelation, then you open yourself to get stuck in a revelation and then pretty soon, like with grace, a false stream ran alongside and you become so comfortable in that revelation that now everything is just a-okay. And because of grace, he allows you to get away with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You know. But surely, the thing is what he said to me. The message and the revelation of grace. And when Yahweh brings a revelation, which he did, Prophet Kovic used to say, you'll see it swing to the other side. So it'll like go out of its boundaries. Okay, and I promise you, the backlash I got of speaking on righteousness and holiness on Facebook, suddenly all my siblings are just, it's only by grace, it's everything by grace, it's just by grace. Now, the thing is, what they don't realize is you get, you become very sharp in the spirit. You know when it's a backlash. Yeah, exactly. Okay, why? Because they're trembling, like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, I'm so scared that, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so there was a time where grace is emphasized, and I promise you that grace is so amazing that if you if you deceive by it, you could actually believe in universalism. Universalism. That's how awesome grace is. But don't go into the deception. Yes. And now he says to me this morning, he said, because the message of grace now needs to be followed by the message of righteousness. So what Yahweh wants to do is get all unrighteousness out of us and all impurity. You see? So he says in the word, he says, yes. He said, you're so free now. You are free. He speaks specifically of your freedom. He says, you are now free. But here comes the warning. Here comes the warning. He said, don't use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Uh Yeah. So, if we emphasize now what Yahweh is saying, holiness and righteousness, He is your righteousness. He is your holiness. Let me tell you, your righteousness and holiness is a free gift from Yahweh. But now here's the thing. There are pathways of holiness. And there are pathways of righteousness. This is called, in in these days, the mountain of the Lord will be the highest mountain. And people will flock and say, come on, let's go to Mount Zion, where he will teach us what? So to get into Mount Zion was the free gift, the door stood open, it never was closed. 
But now you're in Zion, he says, come. Now I'm going to teach you. Because that scripture says, out of Zion yes. will go, we, we are going to Mount Zion to learn of his ways. Yeah. He will teach us. That scripture in Isaiah says he will teach us his ways. Moses was honored by God because he told Yahweh, teach me yes. your ways. ways. Yes. Your, imagine that. Sure. You pray that prayer. Yahweh, teach me your ways. Not because under grace, I think we fell into assumption. Yes. We start assuming everything's okay mm. when it's not. So the revelation becomes a deception instead of illumination. Wow. Hmm? Yeah. It's so, it's so, it's scary that that truth can be so perverted. Yeah. And honestly, the way I've been sharing the word the last few months has been scary in a way for me, because I come out of the era of grace. That's all I knew, yeah. you know? Sure. So, but Yahweh has a way. I wasn't looking for confirmation because in here, mm. I know how Yahweh eats me and speaks. Yes. But now it is coming. Mm. Confirmation and affirmation is coming. Yeah, because yes. now suddenly he says, hey, you know what? Mm. Listen, that one's speaking the same. That one's speaking the same. And they're all in this great new awakening and consciousness of Christ. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, so that is why I want you to love His ways. We must love His ways. Yes. And His ways, although like, you know, He's a Father, so He adopted all of us. So He has these naughty children, you know. Yes. He's got these naughty children. <laughs> And then he's got these teenagers, you see? And he can only speak, you know, like he would speak to a teenager. And to the children, he has to say, do not. Yes. To the teenagers, he says, you cannot. But to the, to the sons, he says, you can, but you chose not to.
You see, you can't just only know one dimension. What is Chet? Chet is infinity, Chet is a new beginning. But let me tell you, the pictograph of Chet is a fence. So 5784, there are doors that are opening, but there are doors that Yahweh is going to close. Okay? Yes. And don't run after the door. Like a naughty child. <laughs> and he closed the doors. Okay. So, um, hate is, and this is how he explained it, it's within boundaries. Beautiful boundaries. And the word says, the, he, my boundaries have fallen in pleasant places. Beautiful. So, and the next word in freedom is the pain. Which is the he was riding on a white horse and the sword of the, of the Lord was going forth from his mouth. So our true freedom is the sword of his mouth. That's our true freedom. Not what I think, not what your opinion is. It's what he says. That is the sword of my mouth. Sword of his mouth. Okay? This is freedom. Yes. Then, oh, ouch. <laughs> then there's the shin. The shin is a picture of teeth. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. Following the mouth is the teeth. Mm. And the dimension in shin is you can be eaten up. If you pervert freedom, it speaks of teeth and tearing. So you can be perverted in your freedom. But we are speaking about the freedom of Yahweh. So this shin is also there to tear up the idols. So rather than getting tear up your idols, yeah, like coffee, okay, nobody's been honest about what their idol is. <laughs> Silly example, but okay, letting tear up your idols so that your flesh doesn't have to be torn up.
just going to be obedient. First of all, Joel 2 verse 15, he says, blow a trumpet. Somebody say trumpet. Trumpet. Yes. Blow a trumpet. So trumpet is a sound, but are we ready for that sound? What is the sound now? The pathway of righteousness, the pathway of holiness. Okay, blow a trumpet out of Zion. Go in peace. Go home and look up all the scriptures of Zion. God loves the dwelling places of Zion. Zion is a people, a place in the spirit. Sanctify a fast and call a solemn gathering. (laughs) It says, gather the people. This was Joel, the prophet of Joel. Right? Listen to this. He says, gather the people and sanctify the congregation. Gather the elders and everyone. Let the brides go forth out of the chamber. Sorry, let the bridegroom go forth out of his chamber and the bride out of her room. Be glad then, sons of Zion, and rejoice in your day, Baba, your God, for he has now listened to this. This is why it's a solemn gathering. (laughs) Because he's going to tell them something. He says, He has given you the former rain, listen, according to your righteousness. Or according to righteousness. So according to their understanding of receiving the truth, the rain came. But now he expresses his desire. He says, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain. And then he speaks of restoration. Then restoration will come. So we can even read the new in the old. If you want to understand the New Testament, you've got to understand the law. You've got to understand the Old Testament if you want to understand the New Testament. They go together. They go together. Because a lot of that is the ways of righteousness. Yes. Yes. That's why he came to fulfill it. To say, in me, you also fulfill it. You, you don't throw out. Yeah. You don't throw caution to the wind. Ancient past. It's the ancient past. He spoke to us about the ancient past. What are the ancient paths? The path of righteousness and holiness. That's not... That's not... Come on, can you hear what I'm saying? Yes, hmm? yes. It, it means that he's now entrusting a message to us that is going to take us a lot deeper. Yes. Okay. 
it's not heavy because he says it's by his spirit. It's it's so easy because it's actually by his spirit. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. He's not burdening us. You see, it comes down to this. This is amazing. He's not burdening us with anything that he hasn't walked and fulfilled. Tested the waters before. Yes. Walk in it. Yes. Isaiah 58. Cry aloud and do not stay. Lift up a trumpet. Lift up a trumpet. I'll read it in the Young's Young Literal Translation. Call with a throat and restrain not. As a trumpet, lift your voice. And declare to my people their transgression and to the house of Jacob their sins. Seeing me day by day they seek, and the knowledge of my ways they, they seek often. As a nation that righteousness has done and the judgment of its God has not forsaken. They ask of me judgments of righteousness. They join near, but now they start doubting. They say, why have we fasted and you have not seen? We have afflicted our soul and you did not even know about it. But now in the day of your fast, this is not speaking to us, I'm just reading scripture, right? In your day of fast, you find pleasure and all your labors, you exact, I don't know what that means. But anyway, let's go back to an easier translation. 58 verse 4. You fast with strife and doubt. Is not this a fast that I've chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul. To bow his head like a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him. Will you call this a fast and a day pleasing to Yahweh? Is not this, you see? Yeah. You see? So now they think if they throw ashes, they're living like hell. <laughs> and they're throwing ashes on their heads. And they think, they think. Yeah. They think that they can impress Yahweh like that. He says, no, it's not this the fast that I've chosen. Sure. To loose the bands of wickedness. Amen. Amen. To undo the heavy burdens. <coughs> and to let the oppressed ones go free. And that you break every yoke. Is it not to break your bread to the hungry and that you should bring home the wandering poor? Now, if you can hear in the spirit, this is really, really spiritual. Like, I picked up a a, a lady the other day, and I had one minute to just give her the gospel. And when I speak about God, she said, yes, no, I know, I know, I know, I I believe God. That was her words. But the moment I speak of the Holy Spirit, which I knew is the spirit that will destroy the yokes in her life. When I said to her, yes, but... The Holy, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you've got no power for transformation. And she was like, oh, 
wow up in a hood that. Amen. See? Amen. Now listen to this. Listen. Is, not, is it not to break your bread to the hungry and that you should bring home the wandering poor? When you will see the naked and you cover him and you will not hide yourself from your own flesh, your neighbor, right? Listen to this. Then shall, this is the true fast. Then shall your light break forth as the morning. And then your health shall spring out quickly. And your righteousness shall go before you. And the glory of Yahweh shall gather you. Then you shall call, and Yahweh shall answer. You shall cry, and he shall say unto me, Here am I. If you take away from among you the yoke, the pointing of the finger, and speaking vanity, let's read that in another translation. Then shall you call. Imagine if you call and God says, Hey, I'm here already. <laughs> then shall you call and the Lord shall say, Here I am. If you take away from the midst of you the yoke. Yes. Mm. And by pointing your finger and speaking, Vanity. Another word is wickedness for vanity. To speak unrighteousness. And it boils down to an idol. To get rid of the idols. And if you draw out your soul, you see, it's about why do you think you're alive? This is why you are here. And to and to let's go back to an easier translation. And if you empty your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul. Then your light rises in darkness, and your darkness huh, shall be like light. Oh, I, think, I think this is so. And Yahweh will guide you and satisfy your soul in the dry places, and make your bones fat, and you shall be like a watered garden, and like a Spring of water whose waters will not fail. Yes. We're not living for ourselves. Amen. The more you pour yourself out, the more he will pour himself in. Amen. And he said to me, read Isaiah 58, and here I come to you. The exact thing he said this week. Yes. And those who come of you shall build up the old ruins. The ancient past. Now, yes, present day truth for us. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called 
the repairer of the breach. The restorer of paths to dwell in. Hmm? Let's go to Isaiah 59. And if you want the excitement, the fire of God in your life and it's lacking, take your Bible. Start reading it again like you have a first love for it. It's going to bring that excitement back. That's what I'm doing here, all right? Okay. Now, regarding those that are still in their sin, you see how they blame it on God. But Yahweh says, hey, my hand is up to bless you. My right hand is up. But my hand is not shortened (laughs) that it cannot save you. Neither my ear is heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated. So it's not like this is so awesome to tell people. Yahweh never, never separated himself from you. That verse, that verse sounds like a, I mean, reaching down. Yes, wow, that's amazing. I left the upper hand wanting to, it's standing ready, okay? But your iniquities and your sins, he hid his face from you that he will not hear. Now, this is interesting. He, he puts his face and you hearing together. Sure. So if I see him face to face, and I am telling people this is a place where you're meeting face to face, now it actually means now you're hearing him. Amen. Now you're hearing him. Amen. Okay, let's just, yeah. Oh, this was, this four. No one calls for justice. So justice had to come for all of us because why did justice have to come? Because Hasatan deceived man. That is the justice that God brought. (laughs) We don't have to live with that. We don't have to live with the effect of what happened in the garden. Justice means Hasatan. What you did, I'm coming to bring justice to my people. They will be justified as if you didn't do what you did. That's the power of justice. No one calls out for justice, nor pleads for truth. They trust in vanity. It means wickedness. They trust in their own wickedness. For their lips have spoken lies. And their tongue has muttered and uttered perverseness. The greatest perverseness, to be perverse, I see it, is to pervert truth. That's why he's purifying our hearts. He's purifying our beings so that we can receive the pure, unadulterated word of truth. And that happened then. 
It's a repeat for what's happening now. And oh, she had you. Oh, she knew you around at this moment. <laughs> she is sure. If you want to see what's happening in today, go look at this stream. Yes. Yeah. See the circle? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. History repeats itself. Mm. It's good. It's good because now we know every time history repeats itself, Yahweh lifts a standard of yes. truth. Yes. Woo, woo, woo. Yes. Sharp machine. Yo. So then he talks about those that love mischief bring forth iniquity. He says they hatch. This is awful. That's why I told you, not every insect and animal in the world is because Yahweh created it. Yeah. Mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. Flies. Flies. Cockroaches. The three things that I absolutely right? <laughs> at war. <laughs> Listen to this. At least but they don't eat everything yeah. that they are not. So it helps don't us. kill them. It helps us. They hatch cockatrice eggs. It's so sure. And weave the spider's web. I was going to say spiders, I hate it. And he that eats of their eggs dies. Oh. And takes it in and believes it. Poison. And that which is crushed oh. breaks out into a viper. Yeah, Their webs shall not become garments. Neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works. Faith with outworks is dead. But faith without works is dead. Do you see how it runs parallel? Yeah. The gift of righteousness yes. and the path of righteousness. Their works are works of iniquity. Who's he speaking to you? Who's he actually? He's speaking here to the Israelites. Yeah. It's shocking. To those that are doing wicked. To his people. Yeah. This is he's speaking yeah. to his people. Yeah. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting and destruction. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. Yeah. The way of peace they do not know. Yeah. Now here is the thing that comes back to our ways and our paths. Yes. Okay, so here in the spirit, I'm not speaking this over us, but I think we can hear a lot in the spirit. Yeah? Yes. The way of peace. What, who is he? He is the Prince of Peace. peace. Yes. The way of peace they know not. So they, so actually they're not acquainted with the ways of the Prince of Peace. Yes, exactly. And there is no judgment in their goings. So they do not judge what is correct because they do not know the path of righteousness. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They made themselves crooked paths. And whoever walks therein shall not know peace. Can you see it yeah. in people around you? Sure. Yeah. 
Therefore, judgment is far more from them. Now listen, yeah, he brought justice, yes. but judgment is far from them because they do not make correct judgments. Yes. And so as a result, justice doesn't overtake them. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hmm? Exactly. No. The power of justice, that all that iniquity they're walking in, yeah. doesn't overtake them. Yeah. That's why it continues. It continues. It's a cycle. Yeah. Because the eggs are hatching. We then he says they wait for light. Oh. But they are looking at obscurity, which is perverseness. They're looking for brightness, but they walk in yeah. in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind and grope if, as if we had no eyes. Stumble at noonday as in the night. And they are in desolate places as dead men. They roar like bears and mourn, soar like doves. They look for judgment, but there's none. They look for salvation, but it's far off. And then he speaks about their transgressions and their iniquities uh, multiplying. Verse 15, he says, because truth fails. And this is very interesting. Truth fails, and there was no man. God looked and he saw there's no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation unto him. Who is he speaking about? Who brought salvation? Yeshua. Now listen to this. In the body, he says, he's, he brought salvation and his righteousness yes. sustained him. Why? With other words, he was a man tempted in every, the Bible says he was tempted with everything. Now we can really shock everybody and mention all this but he was tainted with everything. No. Okay. He had to be tainted and not and sin not so that we know in him sin has no power over us. Exactly. Now listen, he says he's, his righteousness is saying him. You know why? For he put on righteousness as a and a helmet of salvation yeah. on his head his thoughts were the thoughts of righteousness so the helmet of, boy do we have to really put on the armor of salvation in the time that we are living in he put on the helmet of salvation And he put on the, his garments, 
of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. Awesome. The zeal of God was upon Yeshua sure. to take vengeance sure. on the demonic realm. According to their deeds. Now, you've got to hear this. It's to the enemy. Who's that? Who, he, who was the real enemy? Who's the real enemy? Hasatan. Hasatan. According to their deeds, he will repay fury to his adversaries. Recompense. To his enemies. And now salvation comes, so they shall fear the name of Yahweh from the west. Amen. And his glory from the rising of the sun, the sun. Yes, amen. Because the enemy came in. Like a flood, the spirit of Yod Hey Vav Hey, the original is Yod Hey Vav Hey, will lift up a standard against him. So our spiritual warfare is not. In Jesus' name. They've done that for years and it's yeah. hey, our something's still around. Yeah. So again, as Yahweh showed me, see the spiritual warfare we do now is the full measure, the full stature of the standard of Christ and how we've been transformed into that image. Amen. Amen. That's your warfare. Exactly. That's why he fights you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you have triggers. What is your trigger? You have to deal with those triggers. Because he only is in the frequency of flesh. Yeah. And the Redeemer shall come away to silence. And to them that turn, oh, so the Redeemer comes to Zion, yes. to them that turn from transgression. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anti-universalism message. Amen. Thank you. Sorry guys, not everyone said. We don't know what happens to those who hate God, rebel God, sin. Okay? But the word tells us they will not be in the same place as us. Yes. Okay. You know what I'm telling you this? Yeah. That we don't have a false sense of grace Mm. and give the impression to those that are in the world. Exactly. The wrong message. Exactly. Since this year, Yahweh has just given me so much boldness. We love on people, but we got to give them the truth. Yeah. It's only the truth that sets you. It's only the truth. Yeah, the truth is freedom. It brings the real freedom. Yeah. A 
Okay, as for me, this is my covenant with him, says your day, my babe. My spirit is upon you, and my words which I have put in your mouth. So we've got to make sure that that is the word in our mouth. The truth. The words in our mouths shall not depart out of our mouths, nor out of the mouth of your seed, nor out of the mouth of your seed seed. This is this was the promise Yahweh gave me for my children, grandchildren. Says God, from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be five minutes in heaven with Yeshua. Arise and shine. The very next. Remember, this is not written in chapters. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to 59. So he says, this is going to be the word in your mouth, which shall not depart. Yes. And it will, what does it say? My words. So my words yeah. will be the words of the Spirit. What did we pray this morning? This was my prayer this morning to Yahweh. Every word that we speak will carry the weight of your glory and the thunder of your spirit, which is accompanied by lightning. Revelation. Hmm? So now you arise and you shine for revelation. Illumination has come to you. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you, upon those who have become illuminated with the truth. So what are we carrying? We carry a spirit of truth. So now I've taken you on a journey since early this morning Yahweh took me on this journey to bring you to this to this time now. Darkness, and I'm going to read it as a present tense. Darkness is covering the earth. Now, you don't have to even be a little bit clever to know that. Okay? It's, It's completely thrown in our face. For darkness is covering the earth. And he goes further, he says, but it's over the people, it's gross darkness. But we're in the gross darkness, the light and illumination of the truth is getting brighter upon the suns. Why? So that the glory, the image of Christ, the Christ man, can be seen now clearly standing out upon the earth. Amen. You must hear how good it's going to get, what's going to happen to you and me. Thank you. You're in this time. And he says, when this is happening, remember the word he gave me, that prophetic word he gave me. He said, if we can lift up again the ensign of righteousness. He said, not as condemnation to the nations, but as the way. Amen. As the way. And to point them to the way. Sure. Then he says, so gross darkness is on the people. It means that the, the sins and stuff is 
because of the ruler of the world system, not the earth. The world system is has veiled them. But now the glory shall be seen about now listen. And the Gentiles shall come. So I want to tell you, each one of you, God is getting ready to let the Gentiles come to your light. And kings to the brightness of your rising. Those in authority, even God's going to give us platforms and open doors. And your let your eyes look around and see that those, all those that gather themselves to come to you, your sons shall come from far and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. You shall see and flow together and your heart shall be enlarged. Hello? Yes. You know when he says he's enlarging our territory? Yes. The matrix within means the darkness is going. So our territory is being enlarged because the more he can trust me in his righteousness and his ways and his holiness, the more my inheritance starts being (laughs) illuminated. And I realize, oh my word, I don't have to worry about anything. It's just flowing in. I'm becoming an open portal in this matrix of Christ. Yes. Yes. You are a portal. Yes. Now listen what will happen. Because the abundance of the sea shall be given unto you. Do you know what blessing is coming to each one of you? But allow this message, marinate in this message. The multitude of camels, now that speaks of Gamal. There's going to be many Gamals giving into your life. Amen. Let us see. Yes. Isn't the sea humanity? Nations. Yes, it's nations. But he says, you see, it's the, the abundance of the sea means that they, they will come to bless you because they found the light. They found their hope. You brought them home. You pointed them to the path you, of righteousness. You pointed them to the path of righteousness. You know, we can only be trusted with this mature message once we know the love of Yahweh. Because everything flows through love. Like, I want to tell you what happened to me the other day. I know this is going to sound weird. But something was happening. Something is happening now. Something happened. So I know that Yahweh is speaking to President Ramaphosa. You know how I know? I was driving along and all of a sudden I get baptized in this love for President Ramaphosa. It was so overwhelming. I had tears. 
that I thought I have to stand in front of him and tell him this. And it was an unusual experience. Because actually I have to sit on my hands so I don't slap him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I know. How could that have been out of me? <laughs> so, something, so that means that something was, Yahweh is knocking on the door of his heart. Mm-hmm. You have to pray in your base, Yahweh. Yes. That's the prayer we must pray. But I think in that moment, Yahweh was showing me the power of when we carry his heart, yeah. that even the, the, the people that you think mm. cannot accept the truth you see we we need to hold truth but in the container of love yes very important and i i just asked yahweh uh, my thought was yahweh um i think last night i was thinking about his love and i said yahweh i think we need revelation of his love We, we think it's an emotion yes they're good positive emotions of love, but actually I want to, I say to him, you must give us real revelation yeah. of what love is. Or he's the way he loves. Because we've we've taken it, we, we we've misunderstood it. There are times that we think his love is like where you will just oh, it's okay. You know. And then we we then we took it to the other extreme where he's standing up there with a stick to just you know, punish you. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So like we need a revelation of his love. So I think it boils down to this. What is a true father like? Because you know what people don't like from leaders? They don't want correction. Yeah, that's true. They don't like correction. You see, the, the way we bring correction is through, we, we need to hear what Yahweh is saying, and then, but it's a double-edged sword. Yes. You see? So... And just as much as Yahweh says we don't like his correction, he says it feels painful when he corrects us. So, what is the truth about his love? That he says his his love is so fiery for you. He refuses when he sees you starting to listen to the wrong voice. Yes. He's, you know, the fire is going to come. Yeah. He loves you too much. Yes. He doesn't want you to go off. He loves you enough to bring you, want to bring you back to the right path. But you see, that he can only do with sons. He can't do it with bastards. Yes, exactly. Well said. Well said. Unfortunately. Sons sons are corrected. Sons are corrected. Yes. Isn't it awesome that Yahweh corrects us? Oh my word, if he had not corrected us, oh my word. <laughs> Where would we be? In the world. And you know, he sometimes does it through, through, I mean, we had a pastor. Oh, I loved him to bits. But, and my, my husband was serving God, and I was like, at work, eh, man. <laughs> Sad Sunday in church. I came a little bit lag behind him, you know. <laughs> uh, but I loved the parties that were held at work. On a Friday. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you did that, Pastor. Uh, I'm talking like we are 35 years ago. Yeah. And you know what? My husband was naughty. 
he spoke to the pastor when I wasn't there. He said, uh, I think Sharon needs some help. <laughs> and he, this pastor, but the love he had for Simon and oh. oh, oh, he loved visiting us. He just loved us, you know. Because of that love relationship, because everything should happen now out of relationship. Yeah. That's why our relationships with one another, we need to guard it. If I offend you, please come tell me. Flip, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Why do people just cut themselves off? Why don't they? I said to the one person, but if something bothered you, why did you not come and talk? So today I don't know what's bothering me. Why can't we just act like a family? If something, if, if really, or, you know, you come and say to me, I don't like what you said there or did there or whatever. Because none, none of us are still in that perfection. See, a relationship is transparency. Relationship is transparency. So, um, coming back to this pastor, and you know, I knew, you know, you know things in the spirit, although I wasn't spiritual. Mm. I knew when he started talking to me that my husband had talked to him. <laughs> I just knew it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and he came and he stood there and said, Sharon, you know what? You know what God told me? He gave me a message for you. I'm all yes. <laughs> this is going to be wonderful. He says, God showed me. And he was a big, burly man. He used to laugh loud like a bear. <laughs> and I looked at his face. I looked at him. <laughs> Very serious. He said, you know, you, you are, God showed me a picture of you. You standing with your one foot with God and the other foot you standing in the world. Wow, that was a rebuke. That was a rebuke. Yeah. He didn't say anything ugly, he just told me the truth. Yes. And my love just grew for him. And he just it tore the veil off my eyes. And I realized, okay, I need to make a choice. It's all in or all out. Yeah. That's true. That's perverseness. Yeah. Perverseness is when you toying with the world system and you're toying with God. Can you imagine how God just absolutely that must drive him up the wall? Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's get that. The multitude of camels will cover you. Yeah. They will come. Remember the Queen of Sheba? Yes. She came with all those gifts. Yes. Yeah, they mentioned all day from Sheba. <laughs> so speaking about region shall come to you. With ex they shall come up with acceptance on my altar and I will glorify the house of my glory. Hmm? And then he just speaks, I want you, I want you to go and look at how he says, Your gates will be open continually. Yes. They will not be shut for the blessings to just flow. It's just, listen, this year, Yahweh is opening your gates so that what gates, he says, listen now, he says it's the gates of righteousness. Amen. Your gates of righteousness are open. He said it's going to flow, 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 flow. Even Health, long life, everything. But all of this, we've received it freely. We have. But now he says, but it's my way. 
which is the highway of holiness. Amen. Amen.